Okay, so this week, uh, the Torah is Kisavai. So the Torah picks up again on something which the Mitzvah had actually already been given in Parshas A. And the Torah now gets into a little bit more detail, and that's the Mitzvah of the Brachas and Klolas. Right? So uh, that the Mitzvah is that when you come to Eretz Yisrael, you go to Hagrizim and Areval, you have the Brachas and Hagrizim and the Klolas and Areval. Klaishel stands half of them on one mountain, half on the other mountain, the Levine in the middle. They turn their. They turn towards Hagrizim and they say the bracha. They turn to Harevel and they say the Klala. Right. So in this week's parsha, we have really um, where, where the Torah kind of just gave the mitzvah broadly in Re'eh. Now the Torah actually gets into the specifics of the mitzvah. So a couple of points that Hirsch makes over here. It's very very important to say this. Take points about um, about this whole parsha over here. So first of all, what are these? Bra- what are they? The brachas and klalas. I figure out what a bracha and klala are. We'll get to that in a second. But what are the specific mitzvahs that the Torah attaches? Brachas and Klolas too. Right? So first of all, the Torah gives us only the Klolas. Right? Arur, arur, arur. But the Gemara says that the, the, the opposite was the Brachas, which, you know, so arur, makla, abu, v'imai, right? The Amar Kalamameim. Then you turn to the other mountain and you say, Baruch, ashalei, makla, abu, v'imai, the Amar Kalamameim. Right? So that's the one. So now what was the nature of these mitzvahs? So you read them, mak, right? So it's Yasa Pesel, Masecha, Taivas Hashem. Right? Makla of the Imai, Masigvul, Mashke Iver, Lilifra Iver, Mata Mishpat Geryasem Amana, then you have Sheikhivim Eshes Aviv, right? Sheikhivim Behema, Sheikhivim Achaisai, Sheikhivim Chisantai, and then Makariyev Aseser, Lekeach Sheikhar, and then Arashalayakim. So what's, what's, what are the, what's the connection between these mitzvahs? Why are these the mitzvahs that Brachas and Klaus are attached to? So, first of all, what is a bracha? What is a klala? Bracha is very simple. Is, is right to be misbarich means that a person should be successful and grow, right? Something which we had yesterday's blot, right? Is that the kesef is not called a bracha according to some shitas because, you know, it, it doesn't grow. Only animals, living things, growing things, they're the ones that are misbarich, which gets larger. A preda is not because they can't have kids, right? Different shitas about, right? Maybe money you could invest. A mule could uh, could grow larger. Rakapana bracha means that, right? And so when, when when Hashem gives bracha, that means that your life will flourish, your life will be successful. And when a person engages in Torah mitzvahs, his life is blessed. Right? He feels good. He'll have success. He'll have all the brachas that come. Right? He'll have physical success. He'll have spiritual success. He'll be successful. Whereas klala, something which is cut off, something which is ur, means it will not continue. It will, it's almost like a natural result. When a person is engaged in Averis, a person is engaged in these things, his life is cursed. And that will not be a life which will flourish. It will be a very, very bad life, a life which will not, uh, which will not grow and continue and thrive. And again, it's, uh, and again, in our personal lives, we know, we know when we're feeling a sense of bracha and a sense of klala. These mitzvahs, the first says, is that it's very interesting. If you look at the beginning of the parsha, right, so, so here, Maisha and the Zikne Ya'am are commanding the Am. Right? This is really the end of the Torah, the end of all the mitzvahs. There's two mitzvahs left. Right? We have mitzvahs Ksivah Sefer Torah is about to come, and we have uh, the mitzvah of, well, the brachas and kolos and Ksivah Sefer Torah. Those are the last two mitzvahs, which are kind of overarching mitzvahs, right? So, uh, so you have the mitzvah here of, uh, of so Hashem is saying, Hashem here is, is, is giving over the mission of Klaisyol to the entire nation. Hashem is telling everyone, every single person here is responsible to make sure that the Torah is kept. Right now we're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, the nation is going to be scattered, right? In the Midbar, 
40 years, we're all living together in a pretty close proximity. When someone does something, everyone knows it. Someone does an Avera, everyone knows it. The guy picks up a few twigs on Shabbos, everyone knows about it. And therefore, there's a kind of sense that, okay, the leadership, we have Bezdin, we have people, they're going to enforce the Torah. We're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. It's a a relatively large country for such a small nation. We're going to be scattered. Everyone's going to have their own big estate and their own property, their own area, their own chalik. And who's going to enforce the Torah? Who's going to make sure that the Torah is kept? And Hashem says, every one of you individually, you have to be responsible. Yes, we have a Sanhedrin, we have a system, a community, a communal system, but ultimately, the people, no one can watch you all the time. You can't have someone looking down your back. Right? You are the one who has to be responsible for yourself to make sure that the Torah is kept. And these are the artists, the brachas and klaus are mitzvahs that tend to be things which are kind of secret. You could do and get away with it. No one's going to really know about it. So, so the first and last, and just to emphasize this, the first and last actually mentioned the word baseser, right? Asher yaseh pesul Hashem baseser. You take your idol and you put it in private. And we know the, the famous Gemara in the days of Yeshio, right? Where they, they got rid of all the Avaid but the Gemara says that the Sunday Hadar, what they do, they took, right, they had police going around doing searches for Avaid what they do, they took an Avaid and they put it, they made it like a design on the door, and the doors opened up, there were two doors, and so when you opened it, you didn't see the Avaid only when it was closed, right? Avaid is it's a small little thing, a little trinket, a little pestle, Maseicha, who's going to find it? The Sambaseser, the last one, the same thing. Um, what does it say? Or makari eyu basaser. Well, second to last one. Person is makari eyu basaser. Right? You, 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 you speak a bad. You speak badly about someone. Openly, very nice. You speak to the oh, we're good friends. But behind his back, you're cursing him out. You take bribery. You sit there in court. Wonderful bezdin. The bezdin's a great system. Meanwhile, the guy handed you hundred thousand dollars the day before. And what do you know? The, all the arayas, those are obviously things which, uh, right, the Gemara says that eventually there'll be Megala, and uh, you know, uh, we see this, we see this, uh, we see this uh, playing out in front of our eyes, where a person that does Averis Peseser, Kadesh Baruch Hu is Mepharsim Begali, Mata Mishpat Ger Yosem, Mashki Iver Baderech, he gives someone bad advice, right, these are all things, Masigvul Reyeyu, Masigvul, you move your fence back a little bit, your friend's not looking, you move your fence back a few feet, you steal some property. You curse out your parents, you treat them very nicely, but behind your back, you mad about them. These are mitzvahs which tend to be things which you could kind of do, and uh, you still look like a big tzaddik. You look like a big tamul chacham, you're keeping the Torah. It's not the Torah. If you're not keeping the Torah, you have to be responsible to make sure that the Torah is kept. You're responsible, first of all. As ha'am leimar, you shemar l'chas mitzvah. You have to make sure to keep the mitzvah. You're not going to have someone watching you all the time. And these are the mitzvahs which the Torah emphasizes. If a person, you don't think that it's good enough to get bracha in your life by being an outward Jew, by going to shul, by giving tzedakah, by being the, bad, the big loudmouth Jew, right? If, if inside baseser, a person is, is engaging in arayas, a person is engaging in the, the, you know, deceit, and, and a, that, that, that's a recipe for art. So that's the nature of these, uh, of these brachas and calls. Um, you know, uh, he, and he just reads through it, so could I like just uh, read through it quickly, right? He says... Uh, one who outwardly acts like a tzaddik, devoted to Hashem, but who privately denies that Hashem is, the, you know, is Hashem. One who shows respect to his parents, but inwardly despises them. He cultivates a reputation for honesty, but when he's unobserved, infringes upon the rights of his neighbor. In the presence, right, he speaks enthusiastically about other people, but when he, you know, behind their backs, he speaks against them, right? One who, uh, the hypocrite who poses as a highly respectable member of society, but who in private indulges in sexual licentiousness. One who does not openly point his dagger at his neighbor, but in conversations with others, kills his neighbor's happiness, peace of mind, and honor. 
He enjoys a position of trust in the community and abuses it by corruption and secret. Right? So all these things are, uh, are, uh, are, are, the, are the Torah emphasizes at this point particularly. Klai Yisrael is about to go into Eretz Yisrael. It's interesting, you know, if you look like uh, from a I don't know, political perspective, you, you look at the, when the Yidin first came into Eretz Yisrael, it was a very, very, um, it was almost like, a, I guess, like a republic, right? It was, there were 12 Shvatim. Every Shevet really kind of had their own situation going on. You read through Shevetim, right? There was Shevetim from different Shvatim. They weren't united. You know, different Muhammad's, let's gather the Yidin together. Let's meet. We'll have like, you know, like a United States. It was, a, it was like a, it was a, that's what it was. It was a republic with 12 Shvatim, each one. Until, you know, and that was a project which didn't really work out that well, you know. And then eventually we needed a melech, and we had a monarchy, which is, uh, united the whole country together. All right, that didn't work out too well. That split pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, but at least in the initial centuries of Eretz Yisrael, it was very much on your own. Hashem gave the Torah over these 40 years and expected Ka Yisrael, yes, we have to build communities, we have to build courts, we have, we have to have a system of fostering the ideals of the Torah in the community, but ultimately the responsibility falls on every single one of us. Ultimately, it's about you. It's between you and the Rebbein Shem, and you have a responsibility to make sure that you keep the Torah. Even if no one will know about it, you will have the, the Shlishi every Shabbos, or Shishi every Shabbos, and you're the big bot stuck getting honored. you be on the front page of every magazine, putting out Svarim. At the end of the day, you know, Bracha and Kala comes from, uh, from, uh, from, 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 from being 100%, you know, loyal and honest and, uh, and, uh, and doing the right thing. Just uh, two, two very interesting points that Hirsch makes there. Well, three interesting points. When it comes to the brachas and kalas, so the first few, right? Yasa pesel masecha, right? That's avay dezara. That's that's very obvious. Makla of veimai masa gevorayeyu mashke iver badera. These are all mata mishpat ger yasim amada. These are all mitzvahs which I think we all recognize to be foundations of a just society, right? They're not lying to people, giving good advice to people, don't steal from people. Right, uh, don't uh, don't pervert justice by being mata mishpat ger yasim almana. Right, doing uh, doing the things that are right that every society will recognize as important for society. A society that is mata mishpat ger yasim almana. Right, if you uh, you know uh, if, if 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 you know you don't you don't treat the yasim almana correctly. If you're stealing from each other, if you're lying to people, these are things which societies can't exist. Right, the problem I think in American uh, societies that we try to like make everything about human courts. Right, a human courts. You know, we like mashke iver baderek, giving bad advice. We try, we 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 will we'll th- we'll throw you in jail for doing. Right? There's a limit to, to to human justice, which is an important point, right? Ultimately, right, a grama, for example, benazakin is pater. If you cause someone damage, you're pater, right? My kids learning a kindness, right? You're pater. Ah, you broke the fence and then because in American law, if if you have a couple of bucks and you're anyway connected to anything which was ever done, you could get sued into oblivion. Right? We, you, we, we have this need in, you know, in our court system to solve every single society else. Sometimes, like, I understand, it's wrong. But then, right, if you don't believe in a God, you don't believe in a Rabbi Nishlal who runs the world, you don't believe in the Din V'cheshbin in the next world. So you're yeah, very busy, you have to fix everything. Every time anyone looked at you the wrong way, you're going to sue you, we're going to sue you for this, sue you for that, we're going to throw you in jail for this, throw you in jail for that, what? Defamation, right? Like, right? These are things that are... Right? Libel and defamation was ushered in the Torah well before any, any uh, you know, woke person decided that, uh, you know. But ultimately, there's a limit to it. Right? Human justice is limited, which is part of the idea over here, right? The first says this, you know, last week's parsha, the, the mitzvah of, of Eid Zaymin. It's an amazing thing. Eid Zaymin, right? this is the beginning of the basic concept of Eidus, of testimony, of, of Eidim testifying. What does the Torah say? If you testify falsely, terrible thing. You're an Eid Zaymin. 
We do to you like you tried to do. Right here, the Edith, what does the Torah say? Kasha Zaman Kasher Asa. If two Edom testify falsely that a guy was Machal Shabbos, Bezdin Paskins that he's Chayim Misa, and then it turns out that you're lying, we're going to put you two Edom to death. What if Bezdin had already put the guy to death? You testified, Edom Zayim don't get put to death. It's an amazing thing. For whatever the pshat is, but just right here at the beginning of the parish of Edus to tell you there's a limit to human justice. Human justice can't solve every problem. Hashem will take care of this world. There, there, there are limits to human justice, and ultimately that means that there's a responsibility on individuals. You have to know that there's a. There's a okay. So, but the mitzvahs of an Adam Lachavere, we'll call them, and they're mitzvahs of society, which we all recognize that a society that's not you know, mindful of these things is going to end up deteriorating. But then you have Sheikhivim Eishes Aviv, Sheikhivim Kol Beheima, Sheikhivim Achaisai, Sheikhivim Chesantai. We'll call the moral issues issues of Arias, and then we go back Makari Eyu Basaiser and like Keach Sheichat, right? So we have mitzvahs like Ben Adam Machaveri in the society. We have the Ben Adam the Arias. We call them by Ben Adam Laatzmai, whatever you want to call them, and then back to Ben Adam Machaveri, right? What's the pshat in such a thing? So the verse says it's it's to, it's to free you of two of two mistakes. People think. People think, hey, look, as long as we're honest, right, you have to be a good person. What you do in the privacy of your own house is no one's business. doesn't have an impact on society. You could be a disgusting, depraved, and embrace it. I heard Mamish, uh, I'm still like f- angry about this. This is fr- from, more modern, but like a from podcast. Right? I interviews these two, uh, you know, uh, doctors, psychologists, and, a, and a, social, a rabbi turned social worker. You know, it just stop making people feel guilty for these things and everyone does it tell them everyone does it this is the correct thing you know relax take it easy it's like mama's like the height of the definition of tumor that yeah these things are not so important that issues of arias that's not important that's no one's business that doesn't have an impact the terrorist says right to think that you can have a society that's going to focus on being honest and being good people while the people themselves are morally are morally tainted is, is a pipe dream a society will deteriorate that way and again we see this playing out before our eyes we don't have to we don't have to get any more you know we don't have to give any specific examples to see it that a society that thinks that we're going to just but you know that's not the government's business the government is going to right well, what an adult does if an adult wants to become a man or a woman that's not his business. Like, this is a very conservative, right? You know, children, we're going to worry about the children. Right? Once he's busy, then on with the children, right? This is completely hashchasa. This is complete moral deterioration. And a society will not, will be, that is our, that is our, and a society will not exist when people are, right? Just a Rav Hersha, in the beginning of the parasha, when he talks about Vidoy Meister, which is a fascinating mitzvah, right? It's the only mitzvah in the Torah, Meister Sheni, particularly, right? Because Vidoy Meister is mostly about Meister Sheni, right? It's the only mitzvah that we have a mitzvah after to say that I did the mitzvah properly. Right? Every other mitzvah, you had to do the mitzvah. You do a mitzvah. There's no mitzvah at the end of sukkah to come and say, I shook the little love, I sat in the sukkah. Right? No such thing. Meiser, after the cycle of Meiser, is a mitzvah called Vidoy Meiser. You come to the base of Mikdash and you say, I did all my Meisers correctly. Fascinating, right? It's a fascinating, and it's the last mitzvah from the last mitzvahs in the Torah. So it's like the end of Chumash. Uh, Rav Hirsch talks about Maiserishin, the idea is to give it to the Levi or the Leviim or the, or the ones who were dedicated towards teaching Torah, towards protecting the Torah. We, 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 we dedicate our property by giving to the Levi, to the Torah. Maiserishin, right, is, what do we take Maiserishin? We eat it, it's, we eat it, it's our own, but we eat it in the base of Mikdash. What we're doing is we're sanctifying our physical existence. This is a moral existence. We're physical, we're eating, but we have to eat it with the higher. We have to eat it in the base of Mikdash. We recognize that we dedicate our physical lives to Hashem. And Maiserani is that we dedicate it towards other people. Those are the three Maisers. But Maiserani is the focus. 
invade the mice. Well, you can't even eat me my noodle. Well, you have to be made with tummy. You can't eat mice shiny when you're tummy. Mice reason you could. You can't eat it when you're an ainon. Mice shiny is this is the pinnacle because for for a Jew to ultimately connect and to come to the base of mikdash, that moral purity which mice shiny represents, right? That you don't that that when a person is in, engaging in this physical world, he does so. With, with his eyes on the Rebbeinah doing so b'tahayra, doing so not in a state of aninus, not in a state of depression, doing so in a state of joy and away from Tumah, away from this idea of, of you know, Tumah, what's Tumah? Tumah is, this is exactly what Tumah is. Everyone's doing it, you're a human being, you can't control yourself, don't even bother. This is what's the, that's what Tumah is, right? That's what death is, right? That's why death is such a bad thing. You look, when you come in contact with death, it's like, we spoke about this in Paraduma, come in contact with death, it's like, okay, let's say, what's the point? We're all going to die. We're just a bunch of physical animals. And what's the point of even trying? I failed a hundred times. That's it. Right? Tuma tells me, that's Tuma stays away from the Vesemilish. The, the, the path to being a, a Yid ultimately runs through the idea of Tyre, runs through the idea of, mor- of, 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 uh, of morality. Because without it, it's, it's not Negei. You can't even, you're not going to grasp the Tyra. You're not going to be able to actually dedicate your life towards other people, to being giving tzedakah in a, in a true in a true way. If a person is engaged in, this is ultimately a major foundation. And it's completely, in a libertarian society, it's completely ignored. Eh, what does it matter? It's none of your business. Mind your own business. That's between us and his bedroom. Leave him alone. Right? But on the other hand, the idea that uh, there's, the, there's another mistake, which plenty of people can make, very busy with Kedisha, very, I don't mean to say that, I see this to imply Chassidish, but very busy with Kedusha, Shmir Sinayim, Shmir Sabris, and Nifrayin, and the ladies and Mechitzas. But when it comes to honesty at work, we're coming to, you know, Mashke Iver Baderech, when it comes to, you know, Masigvoreyeyu, Mata Mishpat. All right, that's the, that's on a, you know, okay, that's like, it's Goyish to care about stuff like that. I'm going to be busy with you. Right? I'm a year, I'm going to be busy with Kedusha. That, that's what's important. That's what's the Heilig, that's what makes me a Kaddish. Right? The Torah puts them and mixes them together. We start off with the Benadim Lechaveri, we throw in our rights and go back because it's all connected. It's also very interesting. If you look, if you look inside the Sefer Torah, right? So uh, you have the Paisan Samachs, right? Paisan Samachs, that's what we, what we call a Parsha, is a misnomer, right? Parsha's Parashas, Parsha's Nayach. That's, that's the, the, probably the technical term is probably more like a sedra. A parsha are the spaces in the Sefer Torah. And the space, that's a new parsha. So uh, a pay is a parsha psucha, which means that the next parsha begins on a new line. A samach is a stimma, which means the next parsha is on the same line, just you leave some space. That's the basic difference. Right? So between each error is a samach. Right? There's a new parsha between each one. Each one, however, between, between Pasuk Yates and Chaf, there's no, there's no samach, there's no parsha. Your test is Mata Mishpat Ger Yasin. Chaf is Ar Sheikh Mejah. So in the Pasik that connects the two types of Klaus, there's no break. We want to kind of show that they're both essential. Society needs to be focused on making sure that society is running, but it, equally as important, it has to be focused on the moral purity of the people and to think that you could just have one without the other, society will deteriorate. One final point, very important point. The Arras, all these, right, we said that there's Arras and Klaus. The Torah only lists the Arras, right? So it says, Arras Masig Vorei. But then the Kehanim turned to the other mountain and they said, Baruch Asher Loi Masig Vorei. Right? So the Bracha was expressed as the opposite of the Arras. So now, the Arras are all given in a positive sense. If you were Masig Vorei, you'll get an Arras, you'll get a curse. But to get the Bracha, as long as you're not Masig Vorei, you're fine. Right, so how much easier is it for you to get bracha than kol? Right, it's amazing chizik. Right, all you got to do is not be, not sleep with your father's wife, and you get bracha. Right, the ur comes from actively being sheichev meishas aviv, 
But Baruch is Loi Shaykh That's a tremendous relief. Bracha comes from not doing these things. That will bring Bracha. There's one exception. There's one of the Aras that are expressed in a negative, which means that the Bracha is only given if there's a positive. So just, right? So it's, it's, it's Ur is in a, right? What is that? The last one. Ur asher loyokim Right? This Ur is expressed in a negative. If you don't do this thing called making mistivriyatayrazais, you get an error. And to get the bracha, you need to actively be making mistivriyatayrazais. What is this mitzvah? So the Ramban says that just doing an avera, right? If it would have said ar asher lo that means anytime you do an avera, that's it, you get an ar. Make it means that a person, you know, it doesn't mean he does, you know, do an avera, okay? You know, it's a terrible thing, do tshuva, move on. But make a means is that you say that the tyrus are not important. You're saying that the mitzvahs don't apply anymore, right? Then the tyrus is not, is not binding. Right? If this person is, 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 says that the Torah is not binding, that's Okay, so a person that actively goes ahead and doesn't say these mitzvahs are important, a person has to remind himself, I'm a chayiv in the Torah, these Torahs are mine, they're significant, they're valid, that's the mitzvah of Asher Layakim, and you get an ur if you're not making it, and you only get a baruch if you actively remind yourself, a yid has to keep the Torah, and they're as valid today as they were back then. But first says there's another pshat in this mitzvah. It's brought down in a Taisus in Saita B'Shem Yerushalmi. It sounds like this. Lomad v'lime, person learned, he taught. Shamar, he kept the mitzvahs. V'as, he did all the mitzvahs. V'yisitbik b'yadei l'hachzik, v'loi hechzik. And you had an opportunity to be machzik taira, to support taira, to make sure that other people are keeping the taira. And he didn't do that. Harei b'chal ar. Right? Ar asher l'yaka means it's not enough to, to strive to keep the mitzvahs and to do the mitzvahs and to stay away from Averis. But every single yid, because again, the brachas and calls is, a, is an admonition to every individual. You have a responsibility not only to make sure that you and your family keep in the Torah, but that Gantz Kaisal is keeping the Torah. Every yid has a responsibility to partake in upholding the Torah literally, right? By doing things that make sure that the Torah is kept and the Torah is, is guarded and protected by everyone. If you want bracha, you need to actively be making a Devar Torah. And if you're not actively involved in being making a Devar Torah Azais, you're Bechal Ar. Right? So, and so, so this is a responsibility on every one of us. We think, you're not on the cover of the Mishpacha, what can I do? You don't have to start an organization, you don't have to, you know, be, be this, be that. Every person in his own circle can have influence and be making Devar Torah Azais. Whether it's, you know, involved, even, even something just like being, you know, making an effort of, of not talking in shul, coming on time to davening. You're being making a Zeratar Zeis. You're making an example of other people by, 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 by again, getting involved in, you know, by building a mikvah, right? Whatever, whatever the thing is, and making sure that the Torah is not only being kept by you. you. You know, look, I'm keeping the mitzvahs. My family's good. What do I care that outside this is happening? This is happening. This problem, this problem. If you see an issue, you see something in the Torah that needs to be upheld every single year. You don't have to be charismatic. You don't have to be a gvir. You don't have to be famous. Every single, this is not, this is not the, for, for tzaddikim, this is not for chassidim, it's not for special people that are going to have big levias and get a lot of attention. This is, these are the mitzvahs that are given to every individual. People might not know about it. That's the idea, brachas and kolos. These are brachas and kolos are the things that like we started off with. And people know you could do them, you could get away with it. Right? Everyone can get away, you're from Yid, eh, so you're not involved in the community. Who knows, right? No one's around the community. Every single individual, every iskala, um, every individual has, a, has an obligation, not only to keep the Torah for himself, but to make sure the Torah is kept for everyone else. Uh, just uh, right? Anyone who does not do his part to uphold the law so that it will be observed, one who does not deeply involve himself in promoting, 
does not act with all his might to promote the fulfillment of the Torah, he's going to be bechlal that ar, right? And again, that's the only one that's expressed that, that's expressed as a negative. The ar comes from not actively, from not actively, right? The question here is a basic one, namely, right, whether or not one is willing and ready to acknowledge that the Torah is binding and to uphold it. Here, indifference is a crime. Just being indifferent and saying, eh, it doesn't affect me, that's a crime deserving of a curse. And blessing will only come if everyone does this share to ensure that the Torah, which is everlasting, will also be recognized and observed for all time to come. Right. Wow.